0: And we'll be okay. <laughs> no, I already had that for four hours this week. I don't want any more of that. <laughs> oh, God. Hey, Maniacs. Hey, Maniacs. Guess what? It's Midsummer Maniacs. Midsummer Maniacs is a comedy recap podcast about the ITV series Midsummer Murders. Each week, we look at a new episode and dive deep into the loonies, the mayhem, the crazy, and murders and everything else we love. I'm Sarah.
1: And I'm Mark Bell.
0: (laughs) <laughs> you got a last name. You're so fancy. You were the okay. one who said we hey, should use last names. Then I am Dr. Sarah Smith-Robbins. Oh, fancy. If you want to get fancy. I'm there you go.
1: Mr. Mark Bell. Ma, ma, ma.
0: Mm, I would like to go a week without having to consult any medical professionals. Speaking of doctors, you think we can do that this week? No. I am so tired. Root canals suck. Yep. Man, my mouth hurts.
1: Sarah had to visit the dentist on Thursday.
0: Again, again. I was just there on Monday. I'm just going to take a suitcase. Just uh, anyway, it's not affecting my speech. No, it hurts to talk, but I can do it. Excellent. Just don't rub my gums, and we'll yeah. be okay. <laughs> oh I, no, I already had that for four hours this week. <laughs> I don't want any more of that. <laughs> oh God, you can. Close. I do pretty good stuff. You do. <laughs> you do. You do. I got so tired of. You can close. <laughs> They do that thing where you're supposed to close your mouth over the straw and it's supposed to suck all the moisture out of your mouth and it doesn't do anything.
1: Sarah, Nothing. Sarah hates it because if I go to the dentist, I fall asleep immediately. It doesn't matter what they no. do. I have slept through root canals.
0: No. I am, I am on the edge of my nerves, white knuckled, hands around the armrests. They've had
1: to wake me up and said, we're done.
0: Are you okay? Uh-huh. <laughs> this Uh, week speaking of which just one more thing about the awesome dentist okay they said something about me that i've never heard before what they said i had a rogue tongue (laughs) 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 i hadn't told you that by default your tongue just sort of moves away from where they are you don't really have to think about it but apparently mine drifts over to be in the way if i'm not focusing on it So they put this bite rest in one side so I didn't have to hold my mouth open, which was nice. But apparently that makes my tongue just go roving around. (laughs) Our improv
1: group was called Eskimo Teeth and Roving Tongue. (laughs) No, Rogue. It was rogue,
0: rogue Yes. Eskimo teeth and rogue tub. You have to explain Eskimo teeth because it sounds like a slur. Okay. It's not. it's not.
1: Well, it was a slur. I was told I had Eskimo teeth when I was like very small because I have tiny little teeth.
0: They're short. Yeah. They're very they're short. They're perfectly formed and yep. good, yep. but they're short. The dog may have longer teeth <laughs> than I do at some point. But they said you had Eskimo teeth because of the stereotype of like Inuits chewing on blubber yeah, and stuff and it's grinding it's their teeth down. Racist thing, it's racist really but This bad. was in
1: 1975, <laughs>
0: right? Yeah, there's our new band name. We'll we'll do some throat singing. Yep, but I'll yodel because my tongue is so rogue. <laughs> We already have way too many sounds to put at the beginning of the episode.
1: You want to talk about midsummer now? I, w- I wonder if there are people who listen listened to our episodes for the first time and we have a really wacky sound at the beginning and they go, oh, maybe not. What <laughs> kind
0: of show is this? Blah, 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 blah. <laughs> ah, now we're warmed up though. Now we're now ready to talk about the show. You ready? Up. Okay.
1: Uh, just a note off the top. I may delete that entire
0: story. Oh, you can't. You have no, to keep it. No. If your kids can handle uh, an episode about cricket and people being impaled if on If your children can stumps,
1: understand cricket. They can okay, listen to this
0: episode. We
1: are going to say this right off the top. We are okay. talking
0: about season 19, episode three, Last Man Out, which is a cricket episode. The
1: people in Britain have a conspiracy that they come up with this game called Cricket It doesn't follow any logical rules, right? Oh, and they've recruited
0: most of the rest of that hemisphere in it, too. Yes.
1: We don't understand that game at all. It's got googlies and sticky wickets and uglies and whatever. Whatever.
0: There was a moment in my life when a light shone down on me, and I temporarily understood cricket. That video,
1: I sent you the video. no. No. It was,
0: I think I mentioned it when we did Dead Man's 11. I was sitting in a bar in Jamaica.
1: Oh, that's right. That's right. Next
0: to an old guy. Yeah. And, and we were watching cricket all. and he explained yeah. it while we were yeah. watching it. And I was like, that makes sense. It's a lot like baseball. Oh I get God. it. I
1: get it. Dead Man's 11. That's a million years ago. It is. A we'll million get years there. Ago.
0: Yeah. Um, but now I... well. But it's funny because I well, I wasn't even thinking that this is the episode we were going to talk about this week. When earlier this week, I was listening to a recent episode of Evil Genius, which is the BBC podcast ho- hosted by Russell Kane. Yeah, it's excellent. It's really funny. He and three other comedians talk about some well-known celebrity. Maybe inside. they'll get a
1: bump from our audience.
0: Yeah, whether they were evil or genius. And yeah. the episode I listened to was about W.G. Grace who is like the babe Ruth of cricket.
1: Oh, okay. Right.
0: He was kind of problematic and troublesome and kind of naughty, but he was like they all are recognized as like the best cricket player ever to exist, you yeah. know? Um and f- again, from from your moments, I was like, I understand what they're talking about that he no. did that was so naughty. I get it. And then and they come I'm in with like, a
1: rule and they're you're like, What? And they're like,
0: tea break, like, is it
1: what? Is that what <laughs> hockey is to people? The, no, okay.
0: Because hockey is so similar to things like soccer and okay. football, I where so. there's a goal at each end, and you have to I get s- the thing. Into I can it. explain
1: hockey pretty well. Yeah, so.
0: no. Which is why the the um, the tournament the featured in this episode is is sort of important because they call it the C10 C10 Slam Slam Slam. It's extreme. You, like fire? You only need the edge yep. of your folding chair. Yes. Um. And your cardigan sandwich. Your chops. Uh, it's an effort to constrict the time that a cricket game can take, a match can take. Yes. Right? Because they can go on for days, technically, but it's based on a real thing called the T10, which yeah. is a league that they only play 10 overs per inning. Yeah. Yeah. So it limits the time. So the games are, you know, like 90-minute overs. So it takes, you know, three or four hours to play rather than three or four days. When
1: we were reading Douglas Adams in high school, mm. he made cricket jokes. Yeah. And we thought he had made up things like games could last for days.
0: Yeah. And, no, nobody, no, could, a, and nobody wins. And nobody ends and up in a, a tie. A tea no, no. break and that, stuff like that. Yeah.
1: That's the real stuff.
0: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, it's kind of immaterial to the plot of the episode. Otherwise, we would be in trouble.
1: Oh, we would be way in trouble. Mm -hmm. But first, we must deal with the controversy. Yes. The controversy that derailed me completely this week.
0: And still hasn't been resolved, right?
1: It has not been resolved. We are way, we are, I have. Because
0: Fiona Dahlman is toying with you. Yes, Fiona Dahlman. (laughs) Who plays Sarah Barnaby. Toying with me. (laughs) You thought that
1: this podcast could not get any bigger.
0: So somebody pointed out that Fiona this, Dolman. It
1: started on Facebook. This is where it started.
0: It started on Facebook. Somebody pointed out that Fiona Dolman was yes. in the third episode of Midsummer. Yes. Season one, episode three.
1: Death of a Hollow Man. And to said, which I went,
0: What? what? Like OK, we have to we have to quit the podcast because yeah. in shame if we, we miss that. Right? I
1: was like, how could we miss that? We couldn't. I sent Sarah a text from the other end of the house. As you know, we text from other ends of the house. And I think you looked at the text and said, oh,
0: that's some autocorrect thing that he obviously got wrong. I didn't even answer. I just said, yeah, that's wrong. And that's I put it in my foot, my foot back down. And the reason why this person thought that was that on IMDb. Among her credits and it the says, Wikipedia article,
1: okay, it, it says, says she was
0: in it, right? She was in it because one probably fed off the other was mistake. So you,
1: well, the the <laughs> IMDb is probably updated by. I would think that people in her agency would be able to delete that if it wasn't true.
0: I would. Anybody can edit anything on Wikipedia. No, no not now. Not anymore. Not now. But you still, have to have,
1: You have to have IMDb Pro. But they, I am the IMDb
0: pro user. Okay, but that's IMDb. I said Wikipedia.
1: Oh, the Wikipedia article? Yeah, anybody yeah. could. Yeah, yeah.
0: But if it's on her IMDb profile and it's not true and they care, they can remove it. Yes. But if they don't care, and so Wikipedia says that she was in it because it's probably drawing information from IMDb. Yep. The person's yep. referring there to get the information, right? So but it's wrong. Well, I think we, it's wrong. We d-
1: Sarah thinks it's wrong, and I am un... Uh, uh, I believe it's inconclusive right now.
0: If she's in it, she was an extra and she was
1: cut. Okay. So first of all, the first thing I did was go, would she be old enough? hmm Okay. It's a long show. Yeah. Yeah. She would be in her 20s. So she absolutely she was could old be.
0: enough to be in it. Yeah.
1: A lot of people have pointed out. So the, poli- the position that she plays supposedly is charity solicitor. Okay. Okay. So let's get rid of the first conspiracy theory. That is the woman who talks to the crazy killer guy outside of the theater. Who's a, a
0: journalist?
1: Who's a journalist? It is not take her. His picture. Not her. That's at one hour and fourteen minutes, and it's Sonia Walger. Yeah, absolutely conf- yeah,
0: totally confirmed.
1: Different. different actress. Yeah. Okay. I may have watched this entire episode a couple of times. This I know
0: you did. <laughs> I know you did.
1: (laughs) She does not appear in the current episode anywhere, including every single crowd shot. Why are there so many crowd shots in that episode? She's
0: not in the credits at the end of the episode. She's not in the
1: credits at the end of the episode. Okay. It is my belief that she got cut.
0: If she was in it at all.
1: If she was in it at all. There is a part where they come out of an office where they find out how much she gave to charity. Could have been in there. Mm Mm-hmm. There is another scene where they go and talk to a lawyer and he says that most of her money is going to charity. That could have been a possibility then too. She
0: could have been an extra in that office or something. Yep.
1: Could have been an extra in that office. All absolutely valid.
0: So So, Mark posts.
1: A meme on (laughs) Instagram and Twitter (laughs) of a guy from. uh, Community. Community looking at a little piece of paper and it. And
0: like scrutinizing it. Yes. And it's Mark looking at Death of a Hollow Man to see if Fiona Dolman's in it. Yes. So. And then I, you text me, Fiona Dolman replied. <laughs> and I'm like, well, hot damn, we got an answer. No, no. No. Fiona she,
1: Dolman toyed with me. She just
0: posted. Laughing, crying eyes. Laughing, crying eyes. Cracking up. don't know what that means. It doesn't mean I was in that episode or I I wasn't in that episode. I asked her
1: point blank if she was in that episode. And then I said, by the way, if you want to be on the podcast, you're welcome anytime. (laughs) Which, of course, she is. And I think I creeped her out because we haven't heard from her since.
0: No. And we're probably never going to.
1: No, she's liked a couple of things that we do. Whenever you call her a... I'm gonna start calling out all the actors in the in the Twitter feeds because they're pretty like especially uh Fiona Dolman and Neil Dudgeon are very active on Twitter yeah they're they're both very political
0: and very po- active on Twitter well and winter so, liked my winter's coming post well, didn't he? well well
1: he also corrected me that it's winter not
0: winters <laughs> that was earlier though yes. yeah
1: but yeah so so they're out there they, so that's the controversy of, of the podcast
0: <laughs> you know so if you don't have a life feel free to look real closely at the episode and see I, if you can but i look i'm telling you there she's is not a in
1: possibility that. that at 39 minutes and 56 seconds the back of a head could possibly be her
0: i think the only thing left that you could do is contact her agency and ask them yeah i think that's the only possible way you'd get an answer and they might not know.
1: And I understand if I'm cut from an episode, I don't want it. But she has a good me.
0: career now. She can yeah. just say, "Yeah, early on, got cut. Whatever. Everybody gets cut."
1: Yeah. It, that would. That's all she needs to say. Listen, Fiona. While you're at it, Fiona, you could do a Spotify review. We have 19 now. Hey, all five stars, Yay. baby.
0: Thank you. Yes, thank
1: you so much. So. Uh, if you but like see, the- there
0: you go again double dipping all we want is an answer we yep. don't expect anything yep. else from fiona that's yep. all we need that's all we. need. yes or no <laughs> Yes. well no we well, want no. a story yes i was in it but i was caught or no i wasn't in it that's wrong yes or yes i'm in it and you missed me then yes. challenge accepted yes that that
1: i'm in it and you missed me is the best because i'll find her <laughs>
0: Now you're getting creepy again. <laughs> Anything else before we actually talk about this episode?
1: David Suchet got knighted this week. Wow, Poirot. Well, now he's not been on A Midsummer. Yet, no, but he's yet. he's Sir Poirot. Sir Poirot, and we all love him very much. And he's a kind, When we get man. to to Murder Maniacs, we're certainly going to talk about Mr. Suchet.
0: Oh, yes. How could we not talk about Poirot? So this was broadcast the
1: 11th of January, 2017. I'm just going to tell you right now, that's three years before the pandemic. I know. Filming June, July 2016, uh, 6.5 million viewers, directed by Matt Carter and written by Jeff Pavri.
0: This is in lower pampling. Yes. Which is a gross name? Yes,
1: Pampling is a gross name. It's
0: somewhere between Pampers and pimple. Which
1: well, I'm, I'm kind of <laughs> upset with them. Okay. Okay. They have at this point nineteen seasons to choose from,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and there's a village in every season. Mm-hmm. Okay.
0: Every episode,
1: you have ten teams in this. Mm-hmm. We should see a sign with all ten teams, Mm-mm. and they should be there. Should be a team from Badgers Drift. There should be a team. From Coston, there should be a team from lower, upper, and lower, upper, all those things.
0: I bet you there was somebody in graphic design who was really excited to do all of that, and it just didn't make it in. Yeah. Because we do have the lower Pampling Panthers. Yes. The Coston Crusaders. Yes. Then Dragons.
1: Yeah, and I, sharks. I think it's. I think <laughs> it's the Badgers' drift dragons. Okay, I think so. And sharks. And sharks, because we have four mascots right yeah. off the top. Yeah, right, yeah. and they're
0: all at the game, even though only two teams are playing. I don't oh. quite get that.
1: They have really fancy graphics now. I did look all of those graphics. Okay, so team graphics. If you go online and look at team graphics, mm-hmm. dragon, you're going to see that. Oh logo, yeah. Oh right? yeah it's somebody's got an adobe stock membership yeah it's there it, it's absolutely there yeah, yeah. and and for teams like if you're playing in the middle of Iowa and your town is the they're called the dragons use that yeah like
0: You're not a you're not an NFL team. Right. You don't need to have a a trademarkable mascot. Even though we have an
1: NFL team now called the Washington football team.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Hey, they're just trying not to be offensive. Better than it was. (laughs) (laughs) I went looking because prior to this I didn't think that cricket teams had mascots. I didn't know either. And they certainly don't have cheerleaders, by the way. Yes.
1: So okay. Cheerleaders.
0: They're the first of all, the
1: cheerleaders are meant to be okay for teams, mm-hmm. but they're only blue and white. Yeah, they're only one team's cheerleader. I guess so. I guess, or they're the league le- cheerleaders. I don't know. They found cheerleaders in,
0: in England. Yeah, <laughs> I was kind of impressed by that. <laughs> cheerleaders should stop at college. Yeah, it's just because college cheerleaders are amazing. Yeah. Like they are athletes, well, and and they are gymnasts. They They're are amazing. They
1: do amazing. things. But they don't belong at. Cricket. It's like college bands. If yeah. We, if you're in England now, okay. I'm talking to English people here. Okay, mm. set your tea down. Yeah. Okay, because I know we have lots of English people. Set your tea down and go look at the Ohio State football marching, marching band. band. Yeah. You will be amazed at the
0: crap they do. Yeah. It's it's incredible. Absolutely incredible. Some other cricket team mascots. Okay. Real cricket team mascots. The Sydney Sixers, their mascot is a number six. What? Yeah. <laughs> With a face and legs.
1: <laughs> Do you have a picture of that?
0: You can Google it. I'll Google a picture and I'm put still, that in the show notes. I'm still a little traumatized by seeing him the melbourne renegades have sledge and willow yeah you showed me them they are weird now willow is just a girl yeah but not a human no it's a mascot of a girl yes And sledge, which is the slang term for, like, uh, harassing or backtalking on the pitch, right? Look. Trying to to get into somebody's head. He looks he's like scary.
1: a Friday the 13th mascot for this episode.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Like, his face is black, and he's just got two eyes behind the grill of his helmet. And, just... and he is a big cricket bat. Yeah. And <laughs> that looks like a weapon. Because it is. Yeah. She's called Willow, because that's the wood that bats are made out of. Oh, right? okay. Then there's Sussex. Uh, their team has a shark. Okay. Sid is his name. Sure is derpy looking. Uh, and then Lester has a red fox who's kind of cute. He's all right. I'm okay with him. But The other thing I thought of with the mascots. But Sid, and this Sid ad- the Six. I mean, yeah. I think he should fight Sid the Sussex shark. Yeah. And I don't know that, who I want to win. a lot of S's. It's say. a lot of Sid's. <laughs> there's
1: some d- <laughs> Sibilance in that. Sid fight. What I thought about the mascots in this episode was, I wonder where they got the costumes. Is there just a big room of like costumes for mascots slash furries? Oh, yeah. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I mean, it's a huge industry.
1: I love that they're having a fight too. Those guys were having fun.
0: Oh, yeah. They were having a blast. It's a big deal. Mascot costumes and people who, who work as mascots, they work really hard. I would not want that job. No. Never mind if you get stuck being the mascot of Evergreen State College. Okay, what's that? Speedy the Geoduck? What is a geoduck? A gooey duck? Oh. The mollusk that looks like it has a big penis hanging out of it? Ah. He's a mascot. <laughs> <laughs> I don't
1: know if I want to Google that one. You don't. No.
0: You don't. It, it's scarier than the uh, actual animal. Yeah. Ohio Wesleyan has the battling bishop. He's kind of scary, too. Does he look like Battle Pope? Yeah. Yeah. He's fierce looking. Ooh. Like, he's uh. going to hurt you. Yeah. But he's a bishop, <laughs> which just, is just wrong. There was the, the Helsinki European Athletics Championships, which mm-hmm. is kind of like a mini Olympics kind of deal. They had a mascot called Appy. Appy. He looked like an app. <laughs> <laughs> so he was a square with rounded corners. He sort of looks like a dish dishwasher pod, oh. like a soap pod. <laughs> yeah. Then, uh, but the, my favorite is from South End United, the, the football team, soccer yeah. team. You know, there's some listener somewhere going, "Oh, yeah, oh. yeah." Well, you can cheer for Elvis J. Eel. He is an eel in an Elvis wig. (laughs) What the hell is up with that? (laughs) (laughs) But but you have to say it like slippery. I don't know how to even do that. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my God. This is the ASMR episode. (laughs) He's an eel with sideburns. It's weird. It's really weird. Sorry, I. That was my mascot tangent. I'll I'll shut up about him now.
1: <laughs> we are in the Midsummer County Premier League. Yes. Can you really have a Premier League from one county?
0: <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, in comparison to the rest of the county, I guess uh, it's all subjective,
1: relative, right? Sarah Barnaby. Not only can she be in. An- incredibly old episodes but she also catch the ball
0: yeah because she's there with the sixth form yes why are they there i don't know but as a teacher if you can find an excuse to just take all your kids to go watch cricket in the sunshine maybe have a beer that's not a bad thing to do as a teacher that's okay
1: my first thought was because i'm north american but you play sports not during the work day
0: mm. How like strange. I was like,
1: it was Saturday. Why did they have school kids there? Why,
0: how do you know it was Saturday? It
1: wasn't because clearly they play cricket whenever they want.
0: Yeah. We got this cricket game going on. Yep. Then in good midsummer fashion, somebody gets murdered.
1: Leo Henderson gets, wow. Bald. Bald. <laughs> bald. bold.
0: He, he gets, gets bald. He gets bowled to death. Have you ever been to a batting cage? Yes. Did you find it scary?
1: No, because remember, I don't know if we've talked about this. I can hit a
0: baseball really well. Oh, that's right. You, you have that weird superpower. Yep. You're like a savant <laughs> hitting a baseball. Baseball savant thing. Um, I, I've only been to batting cages a few times. Batting cages meaning that there's an automated machine that pitches balls at you at various speeds and strengths and methods. Yep. And even just a softball or a baseball coming at you from a machine like that is a bit scary. Yeah. A cricket ball is a whole nother thing. Those are wooden, aren't they? They are hard. And they bounce on the floor
1: like they get some backspin going on.
0: Yeah, yeah. If it hits you in the face,
1: yeah. it, it would damage you. Well, it hits poor Leo right in the heart.
0: Yeah, and shuts it down. <laughs> that makes no sense at all. No, I think it could happen. I think if you take a a direct impact to your chest, I think it can, I don't know why it would stop it, but I think it could damage it enough that it would stop. Maybe. Maybe. I'm not sure. For once, I didn't Google that.
1: Yes. Get on some creepy list. He's a quantity surveyor, which I thought was an actual surveyor instead of a guy who surveys the quantity of stuff that you need for the. He's basically a
0: pricing expert. Yeah,
1: he's a pricing expert. For
0: big projects, yeah. like construction
1: projects. I don't know why it's called... It, it, they throw around the word engineer like that, too. An
0: editor. Yeah. yeah. When, he, when he's facing his murderer, he, he twists a little bit. Because instead of saying, oh, it's you. Yes. He says, what are you doing here? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> because he is turned and is face-to-face with an angry old lady. Oh. With a remote... And she's gonna get him
1: Yeah, yeah So our killer Jermaine Troughton Jermaine Troughton Mm -hmm. She's an old lady that is spry as heck
0: Jermaine is a, a woman's name that was popular for a bit in England But was never really big here no. Like you've got Jermaine Greer. And I don't know if that's Jermaine to our conversation. No, oh, aren't you, buddy? You're so <laughs> funny. If your kids can handle horrible puns, they can listen <laughs> to this episode.
1: And then we are introduced to Jack
0: Morris. Scruffy Jones.
1: Okay. Now, do you remember back when we watched this episode, did you realize that Jones was in it? hmm Well, okay. Did you realize before this moment that Jones was in it? No. I don't think so. The I think very we first like, time
0: I saw Jones! it. Yeah. And then it's the half of the episode is like winter going, I know that there's something going on. I think that's his ex-girlfriend. I'm his new girlfriend and that's his ex-girlfriend and I don't like her being around, but he won't admit that that's his ex-girlfriend.
1: <laughs> I don't know why people in the crowd, people <laughs> do not go
0: jones The soccer people, yeah. all these people would be like Jonesy. All the uniform yo, cops Jonesy. <laughs> Well, because he's been hiding in lower pampling where they have never been. Beard, his scruff, and uh, he wears his hair over his face. So, you know, that makes you look like somebody else. Oh, okay. And he's been hiding out at Jermaine's house, insinuating himself into the cricket club.
1: Yes, because he, he, he's undercover to expose the betting ring.
0: Why would he choose to stay with someone who is against the cricket club? in order to insinuate himself into the cricket club.
1: I also feel he may be the worst cop ever since she's the killer
0: and he's living with her. There is that he probably, but he wasn't there looking for murders. He was there looking for <laughs> game fixers. I know you murdered
1: that guy, but that's not important to me right now.
0: That's not what I'm looking for. So I'm not paying attention to it, but we do have now a tradition of sergeants and former sergeants who are Amazingly good at cricket because Troy, yes. Troy. is like a cricket savant. Yep. Apparently, he immediately yep. gets recruited to the team because he's awesome. Yep. And apparently, Jones can just show up and be like, I'm Captain but Jones. Now.
1: Jones is in the
0: cricket episode with
1: the spies.
0: Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. He's apparently just good at it.
1: Yeah. Well, all young men. Everybody remarks that he is a good looking man named Jack Morris. Jack Morris. Man of mystery. When they go to tell Leo's wife that she's dead, they say we think it's a suspicious death. What? Like it's some sort of accident?
0: It could have been. I don't think it could have been an accident. From first blush, it could have been. It, he, if he wasn't paying attention and the machine fired a ball at him and it hit him unawares, it could have knocked him down or knocked him out. And then he clutches onto the net for support and gets yeah. hit several more times. Maybe. It
1: could have happened. That's a lot of couldas.
0: It didn't, but it could have. Yeah. For a line that they didn't need there. No, but they're taking it easy on her. Her husband just died like 10 minutes before. (laughs) Now I'm going to watch all the old episodes looking for Fiona Dolman. (laughs) (laughs) She's just peeking out. Hello. Hello. It's like, where's Waldo? But it's where's Fiona?
1: And then they go to see the head of the C-10. And I have in my notes, nice house. His name is Luthando. This house, at first thought, I was like, oh, this is the White House that's in uh, Poirot and a bunch of other stuff. It we has know. an
0: Art Deco yes. look to it. it. It looks really similar to the not White that Houses house. that are in those episodes. Though. not that yeah. house.
1: This house has a name. Oh. It's called High and Over. It was designed by Amius Cornell, mm. Not Cornell. Connell. Connell
0: okay. Probably Scottish? Connell?
1: Maybe. It was built between 1927 and 30, I think. It took a couple of years to build. It's
0: beautiful, except for that weird fountain in the foyer uh, that you'd trip over every day. Yeah, yeah. Um,
1: the, in the uh, articles that I'm going to post in the show notes, they talk about the fountain yeah. directly. You know those Pate, British? Pate. Pate videos? Pate, yes. yes. There's one for the house. Oh, It's cool. called the House of a Dream. And it was made 1931. It was really early on.
0: It's gorgeous. It and, has a lot of chrome and glass.
1: And it's and very it pretty. And it had a whole bunch of weird appliances in yeah, it. Yeah, it was supposed to be make super it, modern. Like, make it super modern. It includes a house water tower. Mm. This huge water tower. It's since been taken down. Yeah. Because
0: it's in town. Right. They're attached to the main. But it's, it had its own supply. It had
1: its own Water tower, as big as the water tower, like it had to be thirty to forty feet tall. wow, that's amazing yeah. and it had it also had a fives court
0: It makes sense that these characters would live in that house because Elliot Luthando is an architect, so he would appreciate that architecture, yeah, now Last his wife soul, is a at home nurse who rides a scooter, but it's in Amersham,, mm-hmm.
1: which is in northwest of London, yeah. It it's, was sold in 2014, 2014 that was mm-hmm. the last time it was sold. It's beautiful. How much do you think it's sold for? $5 million. Two and a no, $2.8 mm. Not bad.
0: No, not bad. But horrible. they've
1: restored it. it. It was in the early 70s. It was broken up into apartments. Of course it was. And yeah. people have since they bought it, it and back. returned it to a single family home. It has a beautiful pool that is in a circle. Oh, a completely circular circular pool in the backyard. I'll have to watch
0: that. Yeah. That video of it. Yeah. It's very uh, cool. I'll put
1: all that in the show notes. It's certainly very cool. And then I'm like, "Oh, that's an email address. bigbrowsemail.co.uk."
0: Wait a minute. Is it Big Browse Mail or Big brows like eyebrows email. I don't know. <laughs> I do know. Neither of them exist.
1: <laughs> uh, well, no. Big is an actual Earl. Mm-hmm. It's owned by an Earl clearinghouse now, but it was created two months before this episode went uh was broadcast. Oh. So obviously Did you
0: check the Wayback Machine to see if there was anything there?
1: There's nothing there. Ever. I, I there was never it, anything no. there. No, they Darn. just bought it because yeah. they thought maybe it they would be it would be useful, but
0: see, I thought maybe it was a specialist account for people who like really big eyebrows. <laughs> big brows. Male. Deck all you So the council is calling a vote to ban this thing. Okay. Who okay? In the middle of it. In the middle of it We're gonna
1: announce the vote at the final of the match. I'm yeah. like then Isn't it, it a little matter? late?
0: I mean, I guess it prevents them from having a season next year. <laughs> but couldn't they just wait till it's over to do that? No, because then it wouldn't be it's weird. a village council. And apparently
1: we know the population of the village is somewhere <laughs> in the neighborhood of 360, 360 people 60 or people.
0: so. Because yeah. yeah. <laughs> each side has about 180 votes, 150 votes. So the council is run by Jermaine, yes. who's the former English ladies. Captain of cricket. And? Rare. St. John Beachwood. St. John Beachwood. he of the stripy tie and stripy jacket. Now,
1: it's rare that St. John's a first name. It's usually a last name. Like Miles Davis St. John Jones.
0: Mm, middle name. Yeah. Because it's spelled St. John. Yes. But don't say it's St. John. No,
1: nope. St. John. St. John.
0: Now, why that is the case, I don't know.
1: Don't it's We rare. don't say
0: St. George.
1: St. George.
0: Or St. Francis.
1: No. Nope.
0: <laughs> but they say Sinjin. Do you know why he wears the tie and jacket that he wears? No. So he's got a stripy tie and a stripy jacket. His tie is red and yellow striped, and it's called egg and bacon. Egg and bacon. That's what they call it. It's the red and yellow stripe for Lord's Cricket Grounds. Okay. So it means he's a cricket fan, and that's what his jacket's about, too. My
1: notes go off the rails here.
0: So it's like he's wearing a classy jersey all the time, kind of, Yeah, basically.
1: I have references to Spider-Man in here. What? Yeah, he confronts the guy, already has a company, Spider-Man takes off. Did they not notice Spider-Man's car? I don't know who... Who am I talking about Spider-Man here? Okay. Anyway, it's weird.
0: Spider-Man?
1: Yeah. What are you... Why would did, I even mention Spider Man? Did you hit
0: your head or something? Thinks- is, it, is it an autocomplete
1: or maybe? But it's, do it twice, Spider Man. <laughs> and it's in the comics it's Spider Dash Man. So I've spelled it wrong.
0: <laughs> maybe it's Sinjin. Maybe <laughs> I don't know.
1: Sinjin Man. <laughs> Sinjin Man. <laughs> okay, all that's gonna get cut.
0: Ah, yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. So Henderson is dead. Jones goes and talks to his wife, Mel. I think he's trying to be supportive and nice. He's also trying to gather information. Yes. But Mel has this friend, Serena, who is Serena Luthando. Okay, so there's a family here, right? There's Elliot and Serena Luthando and their daughter, Kia.
1: Like Uh, our car.
0: I think that's her name. Yes. Yes. And she's techie.
1: Yeah, but you don't know that. Because she
0: has a laptop and glasses. So you should know immediately that she's techie. She has glasses.
1: Oh, okay. Duh.
0: But while he's there, somebody's rifling around in her house. That's maybe where you got Spider-Man. Because dude jumps off of the landing. That's Spider-Man. Lands on his feet. Takes and off they, out of the house. noticed
1: his car was in the front yard, I don't know. Because we not, hear his
0: car go. That's away. not Jermaine. No. <laughs> that's not Jermaine. <laughs> so now we have to leave in all that Spider Man. <laughs> yes. So when I started re watching this episode, I knew she was the killer. I, I remembered that from the last time I watched it. But when that happened, I was like, Jermaine is fit. <laughs> Jermaine just jumped off a balcony and landed flat-footed no, and ran. That's, in fact, Butler Styles. You no, go, Jermaine. Not. Butler
1: could not have done no, that either.
0: No, no. But he's the coach, right? Yes. So there's the manager, who is Wade McMaster. Yeah. He runs the pub. He's also Serena's brother, so he's Kia's uncle. And the technical guru behind all of this. He's the game fixer. Yes. Right? He's he's that bad. He's Jones' bad guy.
1: Mr. Big.
0: Yeah. I could not believe that he just jumped over that balcony. Because when I thought that was Jermaine, <laughs> I was like, damn, girl. <laughs> you can get away with what you want. Okay. We understand now what was going on. Then we've got the Village Hall and- Okay. There's a board. Bol- the notice board okay. from the Village Hall. It, Let's just like, say, what what was your favorite thing on the notice board? It's like they said- Oh, Mark and Sarah will be I watching know, this episode. So, you, and we're not going to read off everything there. But what was your favorite? My
1: favorite, two, two, two. Okay, and they're both re reoccurrences. Yeah. Okay. So the first one is Guys and Dolls, the yes. play that plays all the time
0: in costume. Yes. It's in residence. Instead in Boston. Of, after the the, the Amadeus shame incident. of the Amadeus
1: incident with Fiona Dolman dying yeah. on
0: stage. Oh, that was her. She was playing Salieri. No, <laughs> she slit her own throat. That's why I didn't no. recognize her. No, she was cross-dressing the whole episode. It's amazing prosthetics. Anyway,
1: uh, um, guys and dolls now dogs plays is permanently. A pain.
0: In several episodes. Yeah, yeah.
1: And then the other one I love is about the owls.
0: Oh, the owl boxes? <laughs> yes. And their nesting boxes? Yes. I think my favorite is Nicola's Workout. Nicola's
1: Workout classes is also a repeat.
0: <laughs> There's some awesome clip art on that yep. one. Um, and I really want to attend the Comedy Charity Gala. Yes. Because if that's happening in Little Pimple... I want to know who's going to be performing. <laughs> I also
1: double checked that the lost dog picture is not Sykes. Oh,
0: no, of course it's not. No, it is a scruffy little dog, it though. He looks very sad to be lost. Yes, I hope they does. find him. Yeah.
1: That village hall meeting thing is just like, we need to have a village hall meeting. Let's stick it in here.
0: Yeah. Half of you hold flyers and go, yeah. Nya. Nya. but. It does illustrate to you the importance of tablecloths. Okay. When you're on a stage sitting, you have to have a tablecloth. Yeah. Otherwise, everybody's looking at your crotch. Yep. It's council crotch cam because (laughs) all the old people are sitting up on stage and all you can see is what's under the table. It's weird. Yeah. Put a cloth on that table, okay, for the sake of the rest of us.
1: Oh, Leo, (laughs) spend $10,000 on a cruise. That's an expensive cruise. It's expensive cruise. And dude's got buckets of
0: money hidden in the house, man. Just paying for stuff in cash because Butler's dropping off money. I mean, how big can the bets be on this brand new Yeah. group? And this, you know, it's a brand new tournament. Giant
1: stacks of money.
0: And it's in Midsummer County. It's not like it's in London. And they can afford to give him 15 grand in cash then give Fitz a bunch of money and give Jones a bunch of money? They handed out like 30 grand in cash. it's
1: just a prankster that drops off. (laughs) Oh,
0: that's right. We need
1: more pranksters in this neighborhood like that. Not Nicky Nicky Nine Door or anything (laughs) like that. It's just, oh, I'm going to ring the bell and leave a giant ball of bucket of money. Look, it's a duffel
0: of cash. (laughs) Thanks,
1: prankster. Elliot's house has an interesting picture behind him. Mm. Did
0: you notice what it was? There's all kinds of, he's got a scooter in his office. Yeah, he has a scooter in his office.
1: But he also has this weird kind of Stonehenge art. Oh, yeah, it,
0: the balancing stones. I thought
1: it was Stonehenge, but then there's a big spherical stone balanced on top of yeah, it. Yeah, I think it's art. Yes, is art. <laughs>
0: <laughs> did you know that Jones is Betty's godfather?
1: Yes, that, that did come up here.
0: Well, yeah, but did you already know that? No, I didn't, I didn't think I knew. I forgot about that. No, no.
1: Um, Serena sure has a mean motor
0: scooter. That's a nice scooter she's got. There's this whole plot right mel and serena are friends they're close friends and that's nice that serena supports mel after her husband absolutely is killed. that's nice but there's the tree right yes serena's like it's the anniversary blah, 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 blah. and you think oh a friend of theirs died when they were younger or but something. it's the
1: anniversary of when we were really mean to this person Who yeah
0: wants to celebrate that like Let's go remind ourselves once a year that we're jerks. It's important. No, she needs to get home. Serena needs,
1: not Serena. um, Mel. Mel needs to get home. Do you know why Mel needs to get home? No. She has to figure out what to put on that cheese tray before Jones gets over.
0: Yeah. That is an elaborate cheese tray. It's enough cheese for like 20 people. To have,
1: just after you put your husband in the ground, I would imagine he's in the ground or very close to being in the ground.
0: Maybe Jones brought the cheese and wine maybe maybe he was being nice
1: it it definitely feels like a date especially with the candles
0: candles wine cheese Me? yeah and then he says i could stay over on the sofa <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: what i'm gonna do is rifle through your shit she's a pretty slown
0: sleeper did you know yeah. uh yeah because he's downstairs with his pen light looking at everything
1: well he sneaks around the house he's looking for clues scoob but I'm stuck looking in the background. Of course you are. Because there are books on the shelves. Did you see the books on the shelves?
0: I saw that. I mean, he moves them around to find the key, but I didn't yeah. read any of the books.
1: So one of them is called The Cricketers of Vanity Fair by Russell Marsh, which has an introduction by John Arlott. This book is it's old. It's part of a series. There's also the jockeys of Vanity Fair. Mm-hmm. It's like a who's who. Okay. Okay. Can't get it. It's out of print now. Oh, darn. There's another book there called Fatty Batter.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Fatty Batter?
1: Yes. Which is How Cricket Saved My Life and Then Ruined It, which is a hilarious story of one man's obsession with cricket takes the readers from the early awkward days as a fat boy growing up in Brighton Sweet Shop to his years running a team for dysfunctional inadequates still chasing their sweet spot. In the story, cricket offers us shelter from life's irksome realities. Stephen Fry is quoted on the front. Mm. Mostly a very funny book. Fatty batter is just fun to say. Yes, there's another book called Rain Men, which is the madness of cricket, which is just a weird, a book with weird cricket stuff in it. Mm. Right, I did notice there was a two star review though. (laughs) <laughs> the the title of this two-star review
0: for this rain men book
1: yes okay. rain men is okay but only for cricket lovers y- yeah i mean who else would read it okay so this is in 2004 april 15th this uh, gentleman left this review from the united states this review is from okay rain man is a book about marcus berkman's terrible village cricket team Although some of the witty humor in this book is quite dull with simple storyline, it only focuses on cricket all the time.
0: (laughs) It's a book about a cricket team. What did he expect? Cooking? The subtitle is The Madness of Cricket. It's about cricket. We've brought up now. How does he find that key? That's pure luck. Oh, it is pure luck. Except he is skilled in investigation and knows that humans... Tend to hide things in kind of predictable places. He made
1: his investigation roll. He did. But it was a pretty stretch roll there. And find some mad stacks of cash.
0: Now that you've mentioned Fatty Batter. Yes. I wonder if we're at the appropriate time for me to give you my quiz. Oh, I think we probably are. Because. There's another quiz, ladies and gentlemen. Cricket is full of weird terminology.
1: And I'm unfamiliar with any of it.
0: And. I have to say that you could say, you could blame Australians for a lot of the the wacky terminology. Yes. But that's not true. Yeah. I mean, Australians did come up with some weird terms for cricket because they just love to do that with their joeys and their shrimpies and whatever. But wow.
1: Now, you could do this for any sport. I could do this for hockey. Absolutely. Biscuit in the basket, all that stuff, right?
0: What's fun about cricket is that these don't have to be super unusual slang terms for people who understand cricket. Yeah. But cricket is so foreign to like Americans, especially, that even the most mundane cricket term sounds wackadoodle. Yes. Now,
1: it's not unheard of to see cricket in the town where we grow, uh, where we live, though.
0: No, because Because it's very international. It's
1: very international. We have huge international university here
0: so here's what i'm gonna do i'm going to read you a term okay tell you what it means okay which limited the terms i could pick from because i had to understand what they meant and you have to tell me whether it's a real cricket term or a fake cricket term okay that i made up okay okay
1: play along how many are there 10 10 as always i'm hoping for 50 percent
0: oh that's that's chance right Mm. okay Okay, our first term, Molly Ducker, a left-handed player. Commonly called a southpaw Mm.
1: in uh, baseball parlour. Mm
0: -hmm. But in cricket, are they called Molly Duckers? In
1: hockey, it's called a left-handed player.
0: (laughs) That's crazy slang. I'm going to go real. It is real. There we go. Your second term, wicket wanker, a player known to bump the wicket and claim it was accidental. (laughs) Oops. So, wicket wanker. I'm gonna, or go, fake?
1: I'm gonna go fake on that one. It is fake. Okay. I good. came up with good, that. Good, good. <laughs> Cause wow. Wanker. You
0: may know this one. Googly.
1: Well that's yeah, I think I said that already. But do that's you know a, what it means? Uh it it means uh when the left handed threat player bounces the ball and it hits the wicket.
0: No, it, it means when you throw a ball with a curve that makes it veer sharply to oh. the left side of a right handed Batman. Oh, okay. It's like a curveball.
1: It's curve a mm-hmm. Yep.
0: So you got that one right. So I got I to give you.
1: So I got the first one right. Mm-hmm. The second one right. Mm-hmm. The third one right.
0: You're three for three, three right for now. Three for three right now. Okay. Real or fake? Snickometer. Snickometer. An instant slow motion replay machine invented just for cricket. Fake. No, it's real. What
1: do they have to watch in slow motion? Now, I do know that you have to catch, I think you have to catch the ball in the circle. And then if you catch the ball out of the circle, it doesn't count. So people kind of handball the ball to
0: themselves in the circle. My understanding is, is that it's for a backup empire to take a closer look at something a batsman did. Oh. Snickometer. Snickometer. You got that one wrong. I did. Okay, next term cherry bogey cherry we got a cherry bogey here is what they call the ball yeah right
1: that makes sense and a
0: cherry is also the red mark that a, a ball makes on the bat yeah a cherry bogey is when the ball hits a player and leaves a mark on their whites
1: yeah i i think that's a real term
0: nope i made that up oh, <laughs> you're three for five three for five okay heading straight to 50 percent. here's your next one yeah break your duck It means to score the first run in an inning. That's real. Why do you think that? I don't know. It is real. Okay. Because a duck is an egg and an egg is a zero. So when you score, you broke the duck. Yeah. Break your duck. All right. You're four for six. Okay. Real or fake? Nappy nerdle.
1: Oh, that's fake.
0: You don't want to know what it means?
1: Okay, tell me what it means.
0: Okay, nurdle is to score an easy single by basically bunting the ball into an open area of the field. And a nappy nurdle is an insult hurled at a player who does that because it's kind of a baby thing to do. Like, it's a safe thing to do. No, that's fake. It is fake. Man, these are too easy for you. Yep. All right, your next term. Lolligob, a bowler known to illegally alter the ball, refers to spitting or licking your fingers and rubbing them on the ball repeatedly, getting the red dye in your mouth. Lollygob, They do it. <laughs> this it gross. They're not allowed to do it. This is gross. A bowler will move the stitches with his fingernail and it just changes the aerodynamics of the ball. They scratch it on corks. They rub it on their pants. There's pa- uh, the, the the some buttons. things they're allowed to do, yeah. their buttons, they scratch it. And they use a lot of spit.
1: Well, I'm going to go true then.
0: No. It's real. It's fake. Oh. I made you it You sucked me <laughs> in big time. a gob. Uh, yep. And by the way, nurdle yeah. is real. Yeah. Nappy nerdle is nur- not.
1: No. Okay. Maybe you'll change cricket terminology. I've in just these,
0: invented a these, new cricket slang. Yeah. All right. Your next term, next to last term. Chin music, a bowling strategy whereby... The bowler bounces the ball to target the batsman's chin or throat.
1: Now, there's a similar term to that in
0: baseball, so I'm going to say that this is true. There's a similar term in baseball? Yeah. Chin music? Yeah. They say chin music? I think so. Oh, it's real. Good job. You ready for the last one? Yeah. Where am I at? What's my count here? Right now, uh, you've only got two wrong. Oh. You've only got one to go. So I'm at... So you're eight out of nine. Well, you're seven out of nine. Seven out of nine. Okay. Mm -hmm. I'm way over 50%. Yeah, you're doing well. You're going to win the prize. Yeah. Okay. And I do have a prize. Oh, you do? Oh, yes. Nice. I was going to give it to you no matter what, but you're going to get it. Cool. Okay. The last term, Spectacles, a zero-zero score game. It's like goose eggs, right? I'm going to go fake. No, it's real. Ooh. Here's your prize. Yeah. I think I may have solved the dinky daubers. Oh, Really? Maybe cricket terminology.
1: <laughs> so, the Dinky Dobbers is from a few episodes ago. Mm-hmm. It's a pop band in which one of the actresses was in, mm-hmm. which appeared on a um, like a top of the pops. No, no, it was a morning show. Okay. In uh, not Newcastle, but. And they performed one song. Performed it may be the only song. One song, maybe the only performance. There's no evidence mm-hmm. of a record or
0: anything like that. And they were called the Dinky Dobbers. The Dinky Dobbers. And we haven't been able to figure out why.
1: Yes. I was. That was another conspiracy meme that
0: I posted. <laughs> it might be kind of a cricket reference because oh. Dibbly Dobbly and Dibbly Dobbler are both terms used to refer to a medium pace bowl. Oh. And Dipper is a term used to describe the way that a ball... Dips in its delivery from the pitch. So, Dibbly Dobbler and Dipper Dobbler, maybe together. There could be something there. Dinky Dobblers. Dinky Dobblers is a whole other thing. It would just, it would mean a little. If the dinky is little, then it's a little dip in a slow bowl.
1: I guess. It but could be. It has be. nothing
0: to do with their
1: song or well, no, they
0: didn't just do cricket songs. No. <laughs> they didn't dress up like cricket players. No. But hey, That's may- closer than we've got. It might be a clue. It may be a clue. Good job on the quiz. Thank you. I can't believe you got nappy nerdle. I'm kind of proud of Wicket Wanker. <laughs> <laughs> so the notches on the tree. Let's go back to the episode. The okay. notches on the tree. Cam yep. sees the notches on the tree. Because Fitz has been impaled with a sharpened stump. Okay? Yes. The stump comes from Jermaine's wall. Yes. And she sharpens it into a stake?
1: Yes, she does. She's multi-talented. I, She's also it. No, wait. No, I could not find person. a
0: picture of a stump that wasn't already in the ground. I don't know what the end looks like. I don't know if they're pointed on the end already.
1: Even if they are pointed, she, ha- she would have to like sharpen it.
0: More than that. Okay. This is what actually happened and the camera didn't catch it all. Okay. Fitz is out there by the tree in the dark with his phone. He's calling, right? Yeah. The person who he thinks he needs to talk to about the blackmail, which is Jermaine, right? Yeah. Meanwhile, in order to accomplish this feat, Jermaine is running at him, right? Ah! With a stump sharpened. maybe she's, phone on quiet. She could be quiet, but she's running because she has to get it into him Yep, with one thrust enough to knock him into the tree. Now, she's not only running, carrying a stump. She also has a sledgehammer yes. because she then hammers it through him and into the tree. All I could think of was it was a
1: croquet hammer. I'm like, no, croquet is not cricket. They're two different they're, things. They're
0: very different things. Yeah. And- a croquet mallet wouldn't be very effective no, at hitting it wood. It would, it would break. break. It's got to be a sledgehammer or a, a real mallet of some sort. So I don't know. Does she have a bandolier? She's got that on her back or something. She's running. She's got to have two hands on the stump. She yes. impales him on the tree. Maybe. Whew, they kind of gloss over the fact that she then hammered it repeatedly yeah. into the tree.
1: Yeah. She, oh, there's problems. That's
0: really crazy. The tree already has notches in it because Mel and Serena have been there every year since they ran Scylla out of town. Yes. They've been going and memorializing it by carving a notch on a tree. Do you know what that's called when you do that? No. Well. Notching? You could be forgiven for that because there are three different terms to describe it. Okay. You can call it an arbor glyph. Okay. A dendroglyph. Okay. Or a silvaglyph. All those make sense. It's something writing. Tree writing. Yeah. Right? What I didn't know, I, I knew it was bad for the tree. Yeah. You can, you can hurt it, right? Um, I, I learned two things looking into this. One, people are idiots and don't know how trees grow. Yes. Because they're like, well, if you carved it, wouldn't it be up on the top of the tree later? No, that's not how trees grow. They grow from the top, okay? Yeah. Moron. I'm grumpy about that. Yeah. Two... Back in the 1800s, there was mass migration of Eastern Europeans to the U.S., specifically the Midwest. Mm -hmm. They came here to set up farms, and they had a tradition of carving things into trees. Okay. So they would, shepherds specifically. So they would be out with cows or sheep in big areas, and they'd be bored all the time. And... They would carve glyphs into trees, and they're incredible.
1: Oh, okay. We'll put some pictures in the show notes.
0: They mostly carved on things like elm or poplar that have a thin bark. Yeah. They're super detailed.
1: And this is the beginning of like JS plus RJ. That's got
0: nothing on it. I mean, we're not talking about hearts. We're talking about like crowd scenes. Oh, wow. Carved into bark. Wow. Yeah. Like pay attention to your sheep, man. They're bored bored too they're gorgeous we'll have to link to a couple pictures it's amazing stuff anyway what i did confirm is that you cannot date when something was notched into a tree without cutting it down cam is amazing in
1: this episode
0: if you cross-section the tree you can see how deep that cut went and you can see what rings it goes into yeah and you can estimate (laughs) how long ago it was done but you'd have to cut the tree down to do it yeah the fact that she's like and they were done about the same time every year as bullshit. She can't do yeah. that. It's impossible. Sorry, yeah. Cam. Can't, can't do it. Nope. Did you think Jermaine's daughter was dead? Did you think Scylla was dead?
1: Yeah, you're, le- you're made to impl- think that she's, she's dead.
0: She's been gone for 20 years. Yeah. She ran away. By the way, it's an island with finite population. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, <laughs> she ran away because though she and Serena and Mel were friends, she had an affair with, with Leo, Leo, right? Mel's husband and was pregnant, though I don't think they knew it at the time. No. So these two women took her to this tree and left her there. So she ran away. I told her to leave town. And never called her mother. I mean, like, I guess she tried to contact her mother to say, I need your help. And Jermaine was like, you're talking, but I ain't listening and hangs up. So she goes off and has a baby and puts it up for adoption and never comes back and seemingly lives a pretty miserable life. Except I think she was in touch with Sinjin the whole time.
1: He was like a father to me. Well, okay. That gives Sinjin
0: a reason to be in this episode, but not much of one. Yeah. That's about it. Is that he knows Scylla and knows that she's alive. Yeah. So Scylla comes back. Yep. In super creepy fashion. Now I don't hold that against her. They okay. were really mean to her.
1: Okay. But they show up at the tree. They they get text messages, show up at the tree at nine o'clock mm-hmm. from unknown caller. Yeah. Okay. First so they of all, go. First of all, no. Okay. Second of all, you could clearly see
0: that there's a person sitting in front of the tree. <laughs> but she pretends to be dead until they lift her hood up. And then she's like, hello. <laughs> yeah. She's kind of <laughs> troll-like there. Well. The day before, there was a body pinned to the other side yes, of that tree. That's true. <laughs> it's really creepy that she does that.
1: I love that they come back. Like Barnaby threatens to arrest her later on. I'm like, for what?
0: Being creepy. For being creepy. I, she can be as creepy as she wants to them. They were rude. Did you
1: Did you catch what her baby's name was?
0: No. Red Herring. <gasps> oh. Is Herring the middle name?
1: Sorry, not instead of Sinjin. It's, it's is it
0: Red Herring. Red Herring. Yeah. Then.
1: <laughs> or Rhett Herring.
0: Oh. oh. <laughs>
1: You're bad. I am.
0: Again, if your kids can handle bad puns, they can yes. listen to this podcast. So the first captain of the cricket team is killed. Yeah. Then the second captain. Yep. Now Jones is <laughs> captain. Congratulations.
1: <laughs> no, it's okay. I don't want it. The. the, the, the I know, I am absolute for sure. That other teams were created because of a sign that's in the outfield. Did you catch this sign in the, in the outfield? I don't know. For the Midsummer Stanton team. Oh no! They're the Spitfires. Ooh! And they they have like a little logo of a Spitfire. So they created more teams than yeah. are than are shown. Though I want to see the Spitfires
0: <laughs> Scott. He's a guy Me. with wings, yeah, and he runs around going. <laughs> Oh, poor Jonesy. So Wade does this super creepy DOS prompt thing on the big board. (laughs) So Jones
1: does what undercover cops do. And they're like, I don't want to deal with you. You're an organ
0: grinder monkey. I want to talk to the organ grinder. You're just a butler. I want to talk to the man of the house. Yeah.
1: (laughs) So. Because his name's Butler. This weird thing happens that Jonesy goes to the pitch in the middle of the night.
0: All the lights come on, and the the digital board starts displaying DOS prompts <laughs> with menacing green text.
1: Jones, it's, it's you. It's
0: just so wrong. They're, they're, Captain uh, Jack, Captain Jack, uh, Captain Jack. I
1: they're, have... A note here that says, there are so many technical things wrong with this part. I'm going to skip over listing them all. Uh,
0: so is Wade behind it with like a little keyboard?
1: One, tap, I tap, guess tap, so. Tap. And is he going Control-C, Captain Jack, Captain Jack? Yeah.
0: Well, no, he can't be because he's not back there oh, anymore yeah, when that he? happens. Yeah, yeah. Then who's back there? Right, he put a delay. Okay. It's basic. You know, 10, count if. I said it's uh, the Captain uh, Hack scene. Oh, uh, we need a bad pun sound. <laughs> well, maybe Kia's helping.
1: Maybe, maybe. I
0: I don't know. Am I getting her name right? Yeah, it is Kia. Okay. Why is she not in my Luthando? Name? Oh, that's right, Luthando. So now Jones has got to play, and the final against the Costin Crusaders. If they win, they're going to go to Australia. Australia. <laughs> But then Sarah doesn't have a job anymore. She just goes to the cricket. I didn't know she was such a big fan. I didn't know either. But she's there for the finals, which I understand. Yeah. Meanwhile, Cam is trying to do detective work to figure out what's going on with Barnaby. I guess. You two aren't having problems, are you? But behind them is the best thing in the episode.
1: Yes. Mr. Super Lamb Chops. So, mom, mom, I got a part.
0: Yeah, I play a cricket fan. Yeah, They let me keep my lamb chops. They let me keep, (laughs) we'll put a picture of Mr. Lamb Chops. He's awesome. In the the, uh,
1: um, notes. When Sarah sent me the picture, I was like, why are you sending me this picture? Oh, chops.
0: Yeah. Why is it called lamb chops? And then you saw why. So then Kia does an awesome thing. She helps catch Wade. Yes. Because he's the match fixer that With Jones the uncle has been after. That we never see or hear about. Wade or... is her uncle. Wade how is Wade? Wade is Serena's brother. Oh. Why are they all related? Why are they all in cricket? <laughs> why oh. so she pretends to need to talk to him. And of course, he's her niece. And she's she's done all of the website stuff.
1: Okay, so now I have to, I'll go back and double check this. Mm -hmm. And I'll put a note in the show notes about this. There is a picture of the three actresses that supposedly 20 years ago. Yeah. If you put your face, uh, hair in front of your face.
0: That makes you look like you're a teenager.
1: Yes. Now, if it's correct, Serena should not be listed as Serena Luthando. She should be listed as Serena McMaster. Yes, yes. And that is some detailed work.
0: Unless they are already married because Mel and Leo are already married. That's why they run Scylla out of town because she has an affair. This is 20 years ago. They're not 30 years old now. They're like 45. So they were in their mid twenties. They're not babies. I guess. So they could have been married already. For some reason,
1: I think Serena's like 25. And so when Kia is like mom, mom, I'm like, what?
0: <laughs> no, she's she's older than that Yes. For me. So you have to so now now we have to put that plot together, right? So Wade yes. is the game fixing mastermind. Yes. Who also runs a gambling site. Yes. Which there's and no a pub. Mass, massive regulations for anything. But the pub's doing anything, well.
1: I, right? I, I'm now on a watch now to see yeah. which pubs do well do and well. Which, which pubs don't do well.
0: Well, he can have this gambling site because he has one person who runs it, and that's Kia. You only need one person to run a website. A massive gambling website? Yeah. 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 Which no, they've been running knowing that Elliot Luthando, the architect and head of the C10, has a gambling problem.
1: So this is her mother. It's her
0: father. Her dad is losing money to her uncle.
1: Like, would she not know?
0: I don't know. you think she
1: would. I would think. Call me crazy. But if I ran a gambling website, I would have a report that said, these are the big losers this month.
0: Or just basic analytics. We're getting a lot of traffic from Little Pimple. I wonder who it is. Oh, it's my dad. Yeah. (laughs) So she lures Wade into the bar. And then Winter's like, da-da. Plus, can you
1: imagine how overly regulated gambling sites actually are? It's
0: heavily regulated. Yeah. They have to pay all kinds of taxes. Yeah. They have to protect all kinds of data. Yeah. It's big time. One person is not doing it. Yeah. But it's illegal match fixing. So- wait a minute. Maybe it's on the dark web. She has glasses too. So she knows what she's doing. Yeah. She's got chunky glasses. That's right. If she took them off, she'd be beautiful. She also can phone triangulate. Oh no, that's winter. <laughs> so winter hands off to a uniform though and runs out because yes. the match is going on, right? So his job there is done. So yep. that's one. So he's just solved Jones's case. Yep. basically.
1: And where is Jones? But getting whammed by the whammo.
0: getting whacked.
1: Yep, with a
0: bat and other things that rhyme, and then tied to a forklift. What's Jermaine thinking? <laughs> I She's realized so weird.
1: Jermaine was a professional athlete. I realized this. Okay? Mm. I accept that she was a professional athlete. So I'll give you the knock on his noggin.
0: But she's no Spider-Man. She's no Spider-Man. She's not so strong that she can tie him. No. But she only had to drag him over, tie his hands, and then she could use the forklift to lift him up, I guess.
1: I guess. But Jones could have just moved his hands forward.
0: But Mark, the red mist descended.
1: Yes. So that's what she says. It makes
0: her not responsible for killing... Leo.
1: So where you looked into where that came from.
0: Yeah, I've, I mean, it's a term, phrase I've heard before. Yeah. What I didn't know is it's from the mid-19th century. And back then they thought that when you got angry, you got a blush, rush of blood to your head. Okay. But cause and effect are kind of confused. So if you get a rush to your head, it can make you angry. Okay. Which made me think, if you hold somebody upside down, would it make them furious? Like when all the blood rushes to your head, you're like... The Hulk? Or something? I'm so mad. <laughs> well, Jermaine
1: totally hulks here.
0: Oh, she just, I i don't understand her motives completely. She says she kills Leo sort of spur of the moment. Yeah. Because he is the father of Scylla's child, right? And he's known about this baby, but she hasn't because she didn't listen to Scylla when Scylla called that night. Yes. Right. She's like, nothing to say. Click. Yeah. And so Leo taunted her about it. And she got so angry that she killed him with a ball machine. Yeah. Right. Then Fitz is blackmailing her. Yep. About that. That. Yes. So she's paying him not to talk about the fact that she's got a grandchild. I don't understand. And then she's going to kill Jones because she's sure Jones is on to her. Though he's not at all. He gives no sign. Even remotely yep. onto her, even though she killed Fitz with something from her own wall. Yep. And he didn't notice it. No. Nope. It seems like his detective skills are really strong when he's in Mel's house, but not when he's in Jermaine's house. It's the cheese. <laughs> it's it, it superpowers his detective skills.
1: In this scene, I have a note that says at this point. Um, someone could help Jones, but the yeah. <laughs> they kind of leave him on uh, hanging for a while.
0: Yeah, which would not feel good. Winters
1: like comes over and talks to him. Hi, how you doing? And you then know? he
0: just goes plays cricket. Yeah. So he must not be too bad. No. But he did get whacked on the head hard enough to knock him out. I don't think you'd feel like playing cricket after no. that. But he's Jones. Yeah. He's awesome. Maybe he's had some cheese. I'm a doctor. No, I'm sort of a doctor. No, you're a doctor, lady. Cam? Yeah. Is a doctor. Yes. Medical school is required to do it. She yep. does. So she should be able to assess his head injury. They need
1: a six and they get. it.
0: See you all again next year.
1: Scene. <laughs> There's so many things. <laughs> you're like, what?
0: <laughs> what
1: happened? Oh, by the way, the house is yours. Bye.
0: Yeah. <laughs> what? It's uh, really confusing. I want you and Rhett Herring to be safe. <laughs> Rhett Herring. Maybe he'll date Betty. No, She's so big now. No, because he's 20 yes, years because old. because she's a
1: completely different actress. They never so. let
0: her feet touch the ground. No, they don't. <clears throat> I'm surprised Cam can carry her. She's so huge. Yep. It is kind of a fun scene, though, when Winter and Jones talk about Barnaby. Yep. 'Cause now they can be friends yeah. because uh Winter's not suspicious of him anymore. It's,
1: it's like the old girlfriend convention or the yeah. the people who work for the same boss at different times. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You kinda want Nelson to walk up and go, Yeah. Hey dudes. Hey dude. <laughs> Been there, done that. Oh, so C ten survives the vote and yep. they will continue to have this crazy fire fueled, cheerleading, mascot driven cricket.
1: More Team. It's too professional for Midsummer. It is very polished. Which is why I like the next episode. To not
0: even have stands. The next episode has a tent and rabbits. Yes. <laughs> All right. Best corpse. <laughs> nice corpse.
1: Well, we got two to choose from. We Leo, Leo gets
0: bald to death and Fitz gets impaled on a stump. I'm going to say Fitz because they pull him off that thing and it's. Carry him. Yeah. and
1: yeah, there's quite a bit
0: there. We get the... When there's the stump some, comes out of him. There's some ASMR there. Yeah, I'll give you fits. Yeah. After the credits. Okay. Scylla and Red Herring can live in the big house because I guess they won't have to spend I a bunch of know money on to Jack
1: Morris. No. Uh, yeah, they they move to the big house and
0: Sinjin makes more flowers. I guess. Guess. Are Serena and Mel going to make up with Scylla? Because Mel wants to go and actually apologize to her. Do yeah, you think that will so. work?
1: serena is weird she kind of attacks jones too
0: i'm gonna say that
1: mel gets together with sylla but not serena
0: serena and mel as a group remind me a lot of that group of cully's friends yeah that were kind of that were kind of cruel yep serena more so because i think mel is legitimately sorry but serena still has a nasty streak in her
1: stop the podcast Sarah's just said here that Serena has reminded her of Cully's friends in a previous episode who were rude and bullied her. Well, the real reason that this is the case is because the actress who plays Serena, whose name is Esther Hall, is actually the same actress who is in the episode with Cully's friends called Bad Tidings, in which she plays her friend Cassie. So. We're incredibly perceptive and stupid at the same time. Anyway, back to the podcast. I think Elliot's out of the picture for Serena. I think they're- Why?
0: Because- They're going to get divorced? Yeah, because he gave away all their money. I think he's going to have to get some help with his gambling problem. I guess so. Take my computer, please. And um, Kia might have to admit that she's kind of been behind it. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe she can get his money back now that Wade's going to jail. Wade's going to jail. Butler's going to jail. And, Jermaine's going to jail. And you know what? Wade's successful pub probably going to go under. Now. Probably going to go under. There's jail. your pub going yep. under. What about Butler? He's got to go to jail too. He's been helping Wade. Yeah, that's what Butler goes to jail. Yeah, too. sorry. You just yeah. said that. Yep. I was going down my list. Yeah. Sinjin will make another, yet another kind of rose and call it Scylla. Yes. His garden is beautiful. You call them all Scylla. I'm not. Stuck I was waiting anything. for him to be her father or something. No, it's just a nice old man. A nice old man with a tie. Mm hmm. He likes roses. Yep. And that is last man out yes. season 19 episode three. Yes, yeah. You did a good job on the quiz. I did. I'm, I'm pretty pleased. But what that. we got next time we have
1: uh, episode one fourteen, which is season 19 episode four. Red and Tooth and Claw.
0: Rabbits.
1: Written by our friend, friend of the show. Friend of the show, Lisa. Lisa. You can find Midsummer Maniacs on Twitter, Instagram, and email, Mm. as well as Facebook groups for Midsummer and Acorn and the subreddit, if you're listening on Spotify, go and give us a review. Whatever you seem fit. Five stars, please. YouTube, like, and subscribe on YouTube and hit the bell. We're almost at 700 subscribers on YouTube, which awesome. is crazy insane. Yeah. Which means we can still get to 1,000. Please try to get us to 1,000. It helps. We could, we have, could a, have community yeah. and stuff like that. Is another way to send messages. Our numbers are, have actually been climbing, even though we didn't. We we were supposed to do five episodes in in January because yeah. there's five Mondays, mm-hmm. but we only did four because we had the week where we went nuts. Um,
0: <laughs> la, la, la No, we we didn't record to prevent us from going. Yes.
1: <laughs> um, we still should set our monthly total. That's great. Monday.
0: It's great that everybody's listening.
1: Yeah, it, I I can't believe that we have almost ten thousand downloads a month. that's great. That's insane.
0: Until next week, then don't be a nappy nerdle or Spider Man Jermaine or a wicket wanker. <laughs> 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 Telling you, wicket wanker. is gonna be. Oh, it's it, gonna be a real. Be in term. the title of the episode. It's gonna, that's gonna be a real sure. term soon. Yep. All right. Until then, bye, maniacs. Bye, bye. maniacs.
1: Why is there no cricket vampire movie?
0: (laughs) There probably is. Picture this. (laughs)
1: Somebody is already texting us about the cricket vampire movie. (laughs)